from the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, this is All About Grants. This is Megan Columbus, here today to talk about a new tool called Science Experts Network Curriculum Vitae, Science CV. Here today to discuss this new tool is Dr. Bart Trawick from the National Library of Medicine. He's a product manager for Science CV. Welcome, Bart. And we also have Dr. Neil Thacker from the Office of Extramural Research, who's been championing the use of this. Welcome. Neil, can you tell us the concept behind Science CV? Sure. The The idea really came from the scientific community. They wanted some way of reducing the burden associated with putting together biosketches for different agencies. The, the formats are all a little bit different, but they contain a lot of the same information. So the community was looking for a way to simplify biosketch creation and management. So Bart, can you tell us a little bit about how the Science CV tool can make an investigator's life easier? Sure, I'd be happy to. So Science CV, simply put, is an electronic system that we have at the National Library of Medicine that assists scientists in filling out their biosketches. It makes their life easier because, first of all, the form is there in front of them, and it kind of guides them along on how to fill it out. They don't have to go back and forth looking at an example and trying to make a Word document match it. They simply fill out the fields that we have for them, and it stores the biosketch for them, and then allows them to submit this for grant applications through grants.gov. Okay, so they don't have to look at a format that NIH provides. That's a benefit, but there must be more. Oh, absolutely. So the major advantage is that it allows researchers to leverage existing data that they might already have. So let me tell you about that. If you have an ERA Commons account, you have it linked to SciCV, now you're able to pre-populate much of the form with your profile information that's stored in ERA Commons. So your name comes over, your education and training experience comes over, fills this all out automatically. In addition, any awards that are attached to your ERA Commons profile is also made available, and you can add it to the Science CV. This all pre-populates the form, but you still have ultimate control over how you want it to display. So you can go in correct some things, decide to highlight certain aspects of your career for a particular grant application. So it leverages things that researchers already have, but it still puts the final product in their hands so that they can best present themselves on a grant application. I know it has been developed by the National Library of Medicine in conjunction with seven or eight other agencies, along with the research community. NLM hosts many other systems that are used by the research community, so there's an integration with some of those as well? Absolutely. It was one of the reasons that we built it at NLM because SciCV was kind of a natural extension over processes that federally funded investigators were already involved in. So, for example, when you fill out your RPPR, your annual progress report, all of the citations have to be housed in a bibliography collection called My Bibliography. So scientists that already have awards are able to go in, maintain a bibliography that tracks their compliance with the public access policy. This is sent over to ERA Commons. Well, this bibliography collection is linked to Science CV. So scientists that are already curating this collection can now use these citations, 
put it into their biosketch that ScienceDB lets them make, and this makes it all easier. They're already investing work in curating these citations. They're made available for them in filling out the biosketch. So just to expand on that, the whole concept of ScienceDB is to have a repository of data that can be collected easily and then leveraged for use in multiple ways. So what kinds of ways would you expect it to be leveraged? Helping researchers fill out their NIH biosketches, we may be able to use that information in other ways. So certainly you can use that same data collection to fill out biosketches for other federal agencies. And we've just started a biosketch format for the National Science Foundation. In addition to that, we may be able to use this information in other ways in the future. So for example, we may be able to use this to help populate progress reports. I notice the title has the word network in it. Do you anticipate this to be a networking tool for scientists or for federal agencies looking for reviewers, or is that something that's been conceptualized? We, we haven't started on that yet, but the idea is that people will have these publicly available biosketches, and so the user can determine which biosketches will be public and which, will, which isn't. It'll be easier to find a particular researcher who's published a paper then and what other kind of work they've done and what their expertise is. And so with all that in place, in the future, it'll be possible for people to form networks more easily. One of the aspects that's available right now today is that scientists can make these biosketches publicly available if they wish. We give them a URL. They can share this out with their colleagues. They can share it with their university. So it's a handy tool. If they fill these biosketches out and they'd like to share this with other people, they can use it as a public identity of theirs. So it's at the discretion of the investigator whether or not this is public. Absolutely. And then it's the biosketch that they share, or is it a profile that they share? It's a biosketch that they share at so this they, point. So they could have multiple versions of biosketches that get shared. That's right. The system allows them to have multiple versions of biosketches. You can duplicate an existing biosketch and then modify it for a particular grant application. You have control whether they're public or private. If you make it public, we give you a URL to share this out. And for researchers that are already taxed and too busy to kind of maintain these types of things, we allow delegation. So you can assign the task of filling this out to somebody in your office, administrative assistant, somebody in your lab, anybody you wish. And the researcher can create other kinds of reports. In other words, they can download their information into a Word document. Oh, absolutely. You can, you can download it as a Word document. You can download it as a PDF. Behind these biosketches, we have structured data. It's all stored as XML. And you can even download the raw XML file if you want as well. So then in order for the investigator to submit their application to an agency, they're defining their biosketch information science CV. They're asking science CV to pump out a PDF, and then that PDF gets attached to the grant application? That's right. For the agency. That's right. That's the existing workflow, and science CV fully supports it because it allows you to download it as a PDF. But we're also looking to make things easier in the future so that we can integrate more tightly with existing grant application processes so that one day you might be able to go to grants.gov and pull your PDF directly into grants.gov without having to download a PDF and upload it. Wonderful. What agencies are currently supported? The Department of Defense, the Department of Energy, the Environmental Protection Agency, the National Science Foundation, 
the Department of Agriculture, and the Smithsonian Institution are all participating in the project. Eventually, we hope to create biosketches for all of them. Currently, Science TV supports NSF and NIH. That's right. So the National Science Foundation is the next form of the biosketch that we're currently working on. Their biosketch form is slightly different than the NIH's. So we're working to develop a specific biosketch form that supports their grant applications. We expect to have this released sometime, hopefully in November of 2014. And one of the nice things about Science CV is if you have already created your NIH-style biosketch and stored it in Science CV, you'll be able to say, I want to make an NSF one and use it from the NIH-style biosketch that I already have in the system. So you can... So the same information, just give it to me in a different format. That's right. It'll get you, it'll get you about 80% there because there are some differences you'll have to go in and, and polish off with the NSF form. But this shows that I've already stored it in one format. I can duplicate it into a, a different format. And as we add on additional federal agencies, uh, you know, this, this growth, this exponentially goes out. So who was the brainchild of Science CV? Uh, well, this was a collaborative venture taken on by federal agencies and an organization called the Federal Demonstration Partnership, which is a coalition of more than 100 universities combined with federal agencies to work on business processes associated with grants and contracts, things like the biosketch. Great. Well, we'll make sure to provide the URL in the closing. Uh, there's training materials and some videos that people could see about Science CV, I believe. Is that right, Bart? That's right. We do have some links to a short video on YouTube where you can go and have an overview of the process and get an idea of how to uh, manage the system yourself. Great. So we'll make sure to provide that URL. Thanks so much for joining us today. To access the Science CV Biosketch Creation Tool, please visit www.ncbi.nlm.nih.gov forward slash SCIENCV. Here you will find background information, frequently asked questions, as well as YouTube tutorial videos on how to create biosketches using Science CV.